at your best when you relax. I'm in no hurry. All right, you're on, bro. Go ahead. Okay. You ready, brother? I'm ready. A couple of years back, my wife and I, we live in Auburn, Maine. We went to City Hall. This is Tony Atlas, WWE Hall of Famer, Mr. USA, Tony Atlas. My wife and I, Monica, we went to City Hall and we wanted to see if we could get alone. Years ago, back in the early 90s, when we got behind in our rent or when we got behind in our bill, we could, they had a program where you go to City Hall and they would pay your rent or pay your mortgage or whatever and you just work for the city. You know, do work, you know, uh, you know, I went to work sweeping streets and working on the garbage truck and stuff. My wife went to work in the uh, tax office, but it was a good little program. But anyway, a couple of years back, I went there. I went for money and said, we have nothing for you, Tony. Where's a friend of mine, he's from uh, Somalia. I love Somalia people, they fool and everything. But he said, brother, uh, you come to your government to get some help? I went, yes. He goes, Oh, your government, very, 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 very good government. Uh, he gave me twenty thousand dollars. I said, Oh, wonderful. He said, Well, good luck, my brother. I said, Yes. So they called me in. I go in. They said, We got nothing for you. I said, Okay. I walk back out, and I thought about that. Then what I found out, when you an American citizen. There's very little bit of help for you. Most of the help is going to other people. You get more help when you're down and out if you're not in America. So I'm saying that because the program that, even though I'm a Republican, I support every freaking penny Joe decides to spend on America. We didn't spend no money on this country. You know, you can't just keep using something and using it and not fix it, like living in the house and never do no maintenance on it. It's like driving a car and never do no maintenance on it. Eventually, that car is going to break down, the house going to fall in. Eventually, the country is going to fall. So, yes, I'm I, 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 I support what the guy is doing. I mean, it's going to cost us taxpayers a lot of money, yes. But then, think about it, if the country goes, America is like the Titanic. If, if the ship sinks, who gives a shit, you know, about your couch, your chair, and your pictures on the wall? You understand what I'm saying, yeah. brother? I understand, yeah. You see what I'm saying? We gotta, we gotta have some damn common sense here, not just, you know, uh, tribal, oh, he's a Republican, so I'm not gonna agree with him, or he's a Democrat, I'm not gonna agree. We did that with Obama, we did that with Trump, we need to cut that, cut that crap out. If it's for America, I'm, I'm for it. And, and, and that's just me. No. Why do you like to call me Mr. USA? I'm for what country? <laughs> Mr. USA, brother. I'm for the USA. Yeah. So if you want to spend money on America, I'm down with it. Everybody else is getting a paycheck check. Listen to me. Everybody's getting American money. So why not America? You answer that question, brother. Go ahead. I'm waiting. Yeah, I agree. I, what do you want me to tell you? It's like, you know, this country, we got to take care of their own. So, I mean. We got to take care of ourselves. Well, I think. If you want to cut anybody, cut some of these countries that want to blow us up, 
That's a good song right there. <laughs> yeah, right. If you want to attack America, that's a good reason that you don't hit your paychecks. Yeah, but what about today's youth, dude? What are you thinking about that? Like, the, don't you think society's just totally changing now? Everybody wants to be taken care of now. They don't want to work. They want to sit at home. You know what I mean? Brother, what started that is technology. We raised Look at, think about this, Molly. You're walking down the street, right? And when I was young, when you was young, you see kids out playing baseball, uh, running, doing things. When you look at a kid today, what is he doing? He's sitting on his phone. That's what did it. We raised them that way, Marty. We can't complain about the Bible say you weep. You weep what you saw. We let our kids sit on the phone. We've been doing it for 20 years. We are now harvesting the fruit of our labor. You can't complain when you planted the seed. Mm. We planted that seed, Marty. No, you're right. You see it every day. I was on the airplane the other day. And uh, these two young people sitting right beside each other, never saying a word to each other, but no, put that phone down. <laughs> and the parents are sitting right there letting them do it. Where were you in Florida? What were you doing? You were you at that event in Florida for WrestleMania? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I went down for WrestleMania. A couple of people booked me for the stuff, and I went by Huck Hogan Beach Shop, took a picture with Hogan, got to see my good friend after you know so many years. You know, love that guy, man. I, I love Hogan to death. How was the turnout of fans down there? Was there a lot of people? Oh, yeah, it- yeah, 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 yeah. Hogan had, had a good turnout. If, if they went good, it, it was a beautiful uh, weekend. Good. good, uh, good.
And bad news travel quicker than good news. Oh, yeah. Why gain the world and lose your spirit about the comfort? But I told that the rocket before he died, and I told him that, uh, that the next time we do an event together, I'm going to give him $300, but unfortunately, he passed away. Mm. Speciesism, Tony. Who? Speciesism. People that treat animals poorly. Be cruel to animals? Yeah, uh huh. That's a work of the devil. You know that. 
your black ass. She's saying it about it. Her ass too. <laughs> That's great. That's great. She's saying if your ass falls, you fucking me up here too, brother. And anybody that do not listen to your wife, I'm gonna tell you, you know this, brother. We grown men, right? Yeah. Any man that do not listen to your wife is an idiot. Listen, man, I don't believe that any man doesn't listen to his wife. I would be shocked to hear anything different. He's an idiot. Come on, man. Especially if you know what type of woman you got. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, yeah. I don't mean listen to any wife. I mean, if you got a drunk and crocky wife, I'm listen to her. But if you got a good, strong woman, brother, listen. You would be, you would come out good at the end. My wife was that type of woman before she had her stroke. Good, strong, yeah, man, yeah. You know, she stood up to me. She, she sat back. She was always quiet when she ran other people. But once I got in the car and we drive back home, she, boy, she opened up. Well, let me tell you about it. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, well, you know that guy. <laughs> and boy, and the next time that I dealt with that person, I said, you know, my wife was right about that person. Right. Yeah. Because right. she had my back. See, our wives got our backs. They sat back and that humble and everything, but the whole time, they got your back. Right. If your wife to meet me, you know what your wife gonna do the whole time she with me? What you gonna do? Study me. That's true. That's a good point. That's a good point, I'll bro. Work with work. Yeah. Okay. You're a pretty smart guy, man. You're a really yeah, smart guy. Bro. You know, mama bear. Mama bear. Yeah. Yeah. To her, you not when I'm around. You're not her husband. Guess who you become when I'm around? Her child. Her cub. Yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. <laughs> the protection shoots out. The, the antennas come out of <laughs> 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 yeah, the radar come out. <laughs> the bell detector. <laughs> the fritz. I get fritz. <laughs> you know they pack you down before you go to the airport. I get patted down. Ain't it funny about it? What did you learn? When did you get my age? I just turned 77 the 23rd of this month, body. That's incredible, man. That's I'm going to say about it. When you hit my age, you're going to be sitting talking to some young kid just like I'm doing, and you're going to be telling him all this stuff. That's the good thing about getting old. The wisdom is incredible, about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you go into a new universe. The physical world kind of disappears. You're right, Tony. You're right. You go into this mental, uh, this mental state. You know, this is why I understand women so much. I understand life so much. I understand everything now. Before I, I was a lost child. Now 
It's like the whole world, when you get old, the whole world just open up to you. You understand what, the, what life and everything is all about? Do you think that because you grew up in such a humble lifestyle that when you started making money, you just didn't know how to control it? Yeah. Body hits a nail on the head. It's understandable, Tony. It really is understandable, right? It's like, yeah. you know, you don't get to eat cake and then you finally eat cake, right? Yeah, as long as people pay me enough to pay my bills, I was cool. I didn't have to be rich. Right. I don't like if it's true, but you know, <laughs> but, but you know, I always looking out to the other guy, you know, making sure everybody's come out, you know. I, I couldn't enjoy my money. Now, let's say I work for you, right, Marty? Yeah. And let's say I make a thousand dollars, right? Yeah. And you make nothing. I can't enjoy my thousand. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I thought you were a good guy, man. You know what? You 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 were raised right. You really uh that's why I like you. You're a good human being, man. Well, I believe in God. How can I I enjoy success and your failure? Yeah. If you brought me in, you went on an adventure to succeed. You didn't bring me in to fail, you bring me in to win. Yeah. If I go home as a winner, and the person that did the work, that put put up the money, that put everything into it, came out losing. How can I enjoy that? I understand. I understand. I gotta be a heartless, cruel individual to enjoy success at your failure. Mm. How, how can I sleep at night? How can I call myself human? You're right. That's why whenever I I talk to the world, I always try to give them the best possible advice. I don't want nobody losing money on me. I want to make money now, but I don't get wrong. I say, I want to make money now. You know? But not at you. I don't want you to sacrifice anything for me. Right. No, I want so. us to figure out to figure out a way where we both make something. Then I'm happy. If I call you the next day, I say, Marty, how you do? She ain't told you I did pretty good. I didn't make nothing, but I didn't lose nothing. I feel not great, but not bad. Well, again, Tony, you, you got to remember too. It's not always about money, right? It may be. Marty, Marty, stop. <laughs> no, wait a minute. Hold on. Listen, listen on this one, right? Maybe, maybe it's the experience. Uh, you know, maybe it's you know, it, there's a million. That, listen, dude. Look, trust me. I like money. Don't get me wrong. I like money a lot. The Bible says, "I for I, a tooth for a tooth. Thou should not take what thou can give." In a story. In a story, Marty. An eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, man should not take what man can give. Yeah. If I can't put money in your pocket, I should take money out of your pocket. Right. Get up short. Right. If I can't put money in Marty's pocket, huh. then why should I take money out of Marty's pocket? Get up short. Understood. Don't make your foot hot, make you stupid. <laughs> <laughs> 
Never happened, babe. It never happened. It never happened. experience right so this sponsor is bringing you down this guy is so excited to have you down here think about the experience so if, if you know if he you know at this event he has his grand opening of his store say it just does okay you're also giving him an incredible experience that him and his wife are looking forward to though always remember that too man you know what i mean this Yes, I agree. I agree 100%. God gave me that ability to make somebody's life wonderful. That worth more than money. That's right. Money can't buy. My mother said money can't buy love. Law said money can't buy. Money may be made by security and all this other stuff, but we all got a soul that needs to be fed. Everything needs to be fed. The physical part of life needs to be fed. The spiritual part of life needs to be fed. And the mental part of life needs to be fed. Once we lose hope in either one of these things, we are lost as a human race. You're right. You know, and, and, and that's what I always tell you about it. And I do know what, man, I got to give Vince credit about this. Who do you think Vince McMahon love more? Uh, in the wrestling industry, or what? Comparative to what? What is everything? Just think about the wrestling industry. I, wrestling. If, I, if I had to guess, and I could be totally off here, I would say that Vince loves wrestling more than everything. You would be absolutely wrong. Okay, what do you got? The fans. Mm. The fans. The fans, yeah. Yeah. This, the worst thing you could do to this is not fan or mistreat a fan. Mm. He's a strong, strong believer in that. I see Vince rushing to get to his limousine. And one fan will walk up to the astrologer. What do you like Vince do? Stops. Uh huh. Signs an autograph. And take a picture. And take a picture. Uh huh. I see him doing a lot of time. And I see guys that walk by a fan, and I see the look in Vince's eyes like Vince want to walk over and punch him in the face. Yeah, I believe it. I want to punch him in the face. And next time I know, guess what? He'll be calling in a couple of weeks, too. Vince will fire his ass. Wow. The worst thing you can do to Vince is ignore a fan. Trust me. That's very successful, man. 
That's his. That well, who buy the tickets? The fans. But you do the same thing, though, Tony. You do do the same thing. I've seen you around the fans. You treat them all like gold. Every one of them. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But you know, but dude. So, hey, a smart, listen, a smart dog do not bite the hand that feeds it. Right. Okay? Yeah. No, you're right. A smart dog do not bite the hand that feeds it. Understood. Understood. Yeah, that, you know, I learned that when I was a kid. Huh. Hey, how'd you do on that virtual signing with that guy? Did you do okay? Oh, uh, they're very good. Excellent. That's great. That's awesome. Uh, 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 and what are we doing on the 23rd? 23rd, you're at, you're with the sponsor. I'll be there with Farrow, Andrew Anderson, Sunny Beach. And I might, uh, I'm going to talk to um, John Arizzi. He may come down there, and we'll all be at a table, and you'll do meet and greets and sign pictures, and that's it. Well, what are we going to do the night before? I thought we'd all just go to dinner and hang out and have a good time. Well, as a friend, you want to do a you want to do a signing? Uh, you gotta make your money, Mama, See, bro, this is I this event's about money. the sponsor. And you, right? The sponsor gave me money for the show, right? They sponsor the show. Right. You are a friend of the show. And anytime I can find you business, that's why I write you, right? It's not about me making money, man. It says nothing to do about me making money. I want you to come down here. I want you to make your money. I want you to give the sponsor a great experience. Look, if you want to do a signing, let's do it. I'm all in. Let's do it. We'll do it right from the studio. I'll set it up tomorrow. Yeah, because I, you know, because it's part of you, you take good care of me, so I, I like to, you know, I, I feel, I would feel better. I don't want you, you I don't, but this is what I'm trying to say to you, man. I don't want you to think like that. I, I honestly, body, Tony, I'd I rather take you to dinner, have some drinks, laugh, have a great time. That's what I'd rather do. You want to do a signing? We can do a signing. You know what I mean? That's what I'm talking so, about. Yeah. So that's what we do. We come in, we just have a good time, and just relax. That's it, brother. You know what? I, I can tell you, Tony, this sponsor is so excited about you coming down. He he dropped off. That's what I mean. He came to the studio to drop off the picture to, so we could do. Uh, what did he do? What, what, what kind of business is he got? He just opened up an art gallery. And, He's an art gallery. Yes. And, he's, and it's basically. Um, he gives a lot of the money he's going to make from it to the firefighters, the police, the military, the U.S., just like you spoke about, about people in this country. So that painting he made of you, he's doing a raffle. I think it's $10 a person. Whoever wins it, all that money is going to a, to a donation. He's not keeping any of it. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, Molly, in the Bible it says the law works in mysterious ways. What him and I got in common? You you and the painter, both of you are artists. Great yeah. artists. Great artists, by the way. But isn't it weird? Have you, have you sat down and thought about that? Yeah, I did. I actually did. I did. Um, God worked in a certain way. He's an artist and I'm an artist. Yeah. It's gonna, yeah. And we both feel the same way about the first responders. That's right. It's like God is God in all of this. And that's why I'm trying to tell you it's not always about money. This guy is about this experience. He cannot wait to see you. You know, Tony, whether you, I think you know this. You are an icon that people look up to. Always remember that, dude. You, you're an icon. You're Mr. USA, Tony Atlas, dude. Just always remember that. Always remember that. Well, again, life's not all about money, my friend. It's not always about money. You know what I mean? Yeah, but the moment people don't look at it. I get it. But you know what? That's why you make friends along the way, like myself, like Pharaoh, like the station. We're always willing to do anything it needs to help, right? And work with you. You've done so much for us too, though, bro. Remember that. I needed you for the big event. Guess who was there? You were there. I need you for the show. You're there. You do everything, dude. You're a great guy. I mean, come on. Let's call it like it is. Call it like it is. When I was 11 years old, I gave my soul to God, and, and I promised God that I would do no harm towards man. Mm-hmm. But also, to it, I ain't gonna let do nothing to me either. Uh, well, no, no, that, no, that you know, you, no, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I, I, I promised God I would never do any harm towards man, but I also said. I ain't want to do that to me either. That's right. Well, what is what is what does the Bible say, Tony? It says, "Thou shalt not be a doormat." Right? It does say that, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I try to do everything godly. So if a person, uh, uh, you know, try to help me, then I try my best. Like when you call me and say, "Tony, look, I, I give you this amount of money to come and do this for me," I said, "Oh." Thank you, Molly. So Molly did something for me right there in my man that said, Molly did something for me. He put some money in my pocket. So how can I put money in Molly's pocket? So from that day on, all I think about is how I go, how can I help Molly? You know, I'm not thinking about Tony anymore. I've seen you in action. We were just talking about the big event, right? You didn't stop working that whole time, man. You were pushing and pushing and pushing. You got it right, dude. You got it right. That's why people love you. I'm telling you. Damn straight. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Because when you walk away from that table, every, every minute you go, you're losing money. Damn straight. You're right. The person said, Tony, I want you to work like Okay, I'll put it this way. I used to work for uh, this place called uh, Opportunity Enterprise, Missing Hill uh, Kids, you know? Yeah. Uh, 
person that is mentally uh, handicapped. Yeah, yeah. So it's your responsibility to take care of this person. You know, the safe thing of this person is in in my hands. So I had uh, patients. I stopped at a red light, and they figured out how to unlock my door, and they see something across the street that they want at that moment. They would unlock that door and jump out and take off, run like a bat out of hell. Mm-hmm. I had to go, throw my car in park real quick, jump out of the car, and go get them. Yeah. You see? Yeah. I did that job for maybe about four years. And I've seen license uh, 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 licensed, uh, to do that. Uh, I, I work with people that say that they could never walk again. Right. I thought a bad accent as a personal trainer. And I use my knowledge as a trainer and put my heart and soul into it to get this person to walk again. And when I see that person uh, make their first step, you know, it, it warms you. It, it's all about money. Yeah, damn so straight. A lot of stuff that, that I was able to do uh, here in Maine as a personal trainer and and a, a, a direct uh, support with Mrs. Charles Adore. The worst thing that I hate Molly, and you go record this. It was every time there's a mass shooting, they blame mentally ill pe- people. I work with mentally ill pe- people. Let me tell you, not one of them will kill you. I never see anybody with Down syndrome. They're more of a danger to themselves than anybody else. You understand, Marty? I understand, yeah. I work in that profession. These people that go out and shoot are just pissed off. They're not mentally ill. Mm-hmm. And if that is a shooting, they drag mentally ill people into it. And I talk to mothers of mentally ill kids. You never see anybody with Down syndrome of a kill anybody. J.J. Dillon got a child like that. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they treat, they love it. They're so freaking innocent, it makes you want to cry. Sure. sure. They, would, uh, they would give you a $100 bill for a soda pop and walk away. That was my job to protect them from what they call civilized people, okay? Yeah. That was my job. Right. They didn't need police. I, I wasn't there to protect them from from civilization. I was there to protect civilization or them. Which kind of blew my mind to go into that world, you know? No, absolutely. And how come you left it? Like, why did you only stay four years? Too much pressure? Oh, no. No, Marty was not. I started doing other stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I started doing other things. I started getting booked a lot. See, I went into these jobs when my booking slows down. 
Every time my book is sold down, I look for something to do to make up, you know. Then my book would pick up, I stopped doing whatever I was doing. But it was great experience. I, I like doing that. I did construction. I worked for the city. I did work with mentally ill kids. I worked as a personal trainer. Uh, I work at a ski low. So uh, to me, it's like one experience or another. I, I enjoy that. That's great. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of fun, you know. You have to find something to do. My mother says you have to do what you can until you're able to do what you want. Mm-hmm. So I've never been, sh- been shy about what job I got at that moment. That's why I did so many different jobs in the past 30 years. Which was fun. I'm glad I did it. I learned something about everything. You ever look back and go, I wish I never became a wrestler and just wanted to, you wish you would have did something else? No, hell no. I'd be stupid. Marty, you just have me. Tony, are you done? <laughs> Stop talking to me like that, Marty. What? You know what? You know, maybe you wanted to be something else. I don't know. Brother. I was good at wrestling. You're great at wrestling, kidding me? Jeez. No, not not just in the entertainment world. I love grabbing a motherfucker and throwing him across half of the earth. (laughs) I enjoy that body. That turned me on. You like grab a guy and he started crying? I love body. I love. Monto on Monto, man again. Yeah, I, I like that. Yeah. I always did, Marty. That's why I got this in power lifting. It was me against the weights. Yeah. I remember one time, I was at the YMCA in Roanoke, Virginia, and I had 500 pounds on the bench. I took it off, I tried to lift it. It didn't go. The guy pulled it off of me, set it up. I went in the corner. I, I just sat there. I went back. I tried it again. It didn't go. I went back in the corner. I sat. I, I stayed there all freaking day, brother. I just couldn't. I, it was just something I, I just couldn't, you know, I, I couldn't let it be there. Yeah. Wow. Huh. It was, I, I don't know what the hell it was. It just kept fucking with me. That 500 pounds, I said, boy, uh, I get mad even now talking about it. Why wow, I can't whoop your ass. <laughs> Why? What the fuck about you that I can't win? One day, I went in there, and I did it one time. Oh, I got you now. I went for another rep, and I did it. Then I knew who was the, who was the master. That is Tony Atlas. Oh, yeah. I, 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 you know, I, I just hate I tried, I tried, I tried, I tried. When Vince used to tell me to go in and tell me to lose or somebody that I knew, I, I knew, I knew I could beat up in suckers. It just, it messed with me. 
for a burrito. It was just something about wrestling that we won, even though it was always phase who going to win because of popularity. Deep down inside was something about us old wrestlers that we wanted the public to know that we're not fake. Yeah. Tony Atlas was not fake. And it pissed me off that people look at me as being fake. I'm I'm not fake. I've been stressed since 50. I won the United States by I'm not fake. I'm not a fake person. Mm. The Aaron Sheet was not fake. We was what we said we were. And what we was in a fake business. <laughs> I know that. Even the real became fake. And the fake became real. <laughs> yeah, that's good point. <laughs> Yeah, we was in a minute where the real became fake and the fake became real. What a fucked up minute that was, huh? You know what I was thinking about, man? I was thinking about... You know, one thing you don't realize, you guys are traveling around for like 300 days out of a year, right? How'd you wash your clothes? How'd we what? How'd you wash your clothes? Like, what'd you guys do? The women's. The women's. Really? Yeah, the women took care of us, bro. All right. Yeah. So you had women from town to town then, right? So they... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The women took care of us, man, yeah. Why do you think we love women so much? <laughs> the washing clothes. They washed my clothes, they kicked me in the face, they stepped on my face, and that was it. All right, it's, it's too late to make me laugh like this. Stop. You're too funny, man. But I never had sex with one. You know why? Why? I always either had a wife or a girlfriend. I always like having sex with this one woman, not a, a, a bunch of them. I got you. Because my shoe fans, I can have fun with women in other ways than sexually. Sure. And they have fun too. I gave them money. I took my to dinner. I bought them clothes. Sure. And we have fun with that, you know. And I show them the utmost respect. And even right that day, some of them, you know, I got to go in there and once in a while I come by and kick me in the face. Just comes by to kick you? Huh? She just comes by to kick you? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, she likes it. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell, right, brother? Bro, life's short, yeah, man. And there's, there's nothing Marty, wrong with it. Marty, there is there is two things. Everything comes in threes, right? Okay. There is three things in life that you will get one time. One time. Three things. Your mother, your father, and you, mm. your mother, one mom, they don't get no more. Right. Once she gone, you can't replace your mom. You still think about your mother? 
When your father is gone, you get no more. Right. When you gone, you get no more. Yeah. My mother told us kids, enjoy today, today, for tomorrow is promised to no one. Mm. So whatever you going to do, <laughs> <laughs> never, never, never put off for tomorrow what you could do today for tomorrow is promised to no one. Right. Never put off for today. Put off what you could do, what you could do today for tomorrow. Because tomorrow is not promised to you. Yeah. If you can do it today, do it. I tell my wife every day I love her. I tell my daughter every day I love her. I can't say, well, I'll tell her tomorrow. Who said I'm going to be here? Yeah, you're right. You're Who said that I'm going to talk to you tomorrow? Well, I said. you still miss your mom? Like, do you think about your mom? Every day. Hmm. In a good way. Yeah. Because you give me strength. But you know who I think about the most? Who? My wife, Monica. Of course. That's understandable. Yeah. So, Monica, I hope you learned something from old grandpa tonight. I always learn stuff from you, man. I always learn stuff from you. I'm looking forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks, man. We're going to have a good time. God bless you, man. I'll talk hey, to you soon. Hey, the same, same to you, my brother. All right, brother. Bye. All right. Good night. Good night.